The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So maybe that today can function then also as a, another introduction to this topic of the what's classically called the four elements, the four datus in Pali, D-A-D-H-A-T-U. And um, uh, it's uh, the way that we can, or the aspects of our felt experience, the way we experience things, that can be seen as to be associated with uh, elements of the physical world that's around us. And that, of course, I think it can have very profound meanings and associations and that sense of connection to that. <clears throat> the, um, I prefer to translate uh, this word datu as properties because elements implies to me like some kind of uh, molecule, some kind of something, you know, very essential, elemental. Whereas uh, it doesn't have to mean that in English, of course, the word element, but... Um, uh, but so I kind of prefer property, and because property uh, 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 points to uh, a property of something. So now this is the property of our body, of our sensations that we're experiencing. And, um, and so there are four, and um, they're kind of, they're always listed in particular order. Um, earth, water, fire, and air. And the reason for that order is that um, there's a way in which the ancient Indian cosmology or uh, geography uh, believed that um, the earth um, uh, is, um, you know, that's the bottom, and then there's the water floating on the earth, and then uh, above that there's the heat and the and uh, the fires that grow up, come up into the air, and then there's the air. So it's kind of like a progression. And um, the um, and the, to do this meditation on the four elements, the four properties, is to um, take a very different lens, a different perspective for a direct experience than what many of us will normally live in, which which we live in uh, ideas and concepts and ideas of things. So, for example, I have this big bell here. And um, and I could just kind of be thinking about it as a bell, and this is what a great bell, who, a member who gave it to us, it was a gift, and how wonderful that was to receive this gift, and how we've used it for so many years, and and different places we've used it, and ways we've used it, and and uh, I can be kind of in that world, in the mind of memory, thoughts, ideas, bell, and or I could change the lens of my experience to not be in the ideas, the history, the memory, and and what this uh, proves about IMC, that it's a really worthy meditation center because it has a good bell, I can just kind of feel the weight of it. I can feel the smoothness of it, the temperature of it. It feels cool to touch right now with my warm hands. Uh, I can feel some smoothness in it, and also there's little indentations on the sides that I can feel. It's kind of fun to have my hands kind of rub across the indentations, and they come and go. And... and um, and so I can get into the sensations independent of it being a bowl, um, uh, a bell. And, um, 
and uh, the bellness of it doesn't need to be relevant. I can close my eyes and just be with the sensations. And it doesn't have to be a bell. It could it be something very different? Um, so the, um, you know, so different lenses, different perspectives we can have. And uh, think of it maybe as, ma- as a different magnifications that we do. And a, a particular um, idea that uh, exercise I like is that of, uh, it has to do with, my, I remember my, my sons had a, had a little kid's book, that a couple of them I think, that had uh, involved, you turn the pages, and it's a kind of a picture of the same location kind of, but at uh, different magnitudes of, uh, of uh, focus. I think they, they went by magnitude of 10, I think. And sometimes they started the universe and went closer and closer in and in. And you saw the earth and then a little town and then the lawn and then the grass and then the um, cells. And then you saw the, the atoms. And, and you kind of just, depending on what magnification you use, you see different things. And you can imagine, for example, for you, if uh, if there was a uh, a satellite video that you would watch, and it zoomed in on the neighborhood you grew up in, and it would be kind of fascinating to see. Oh, they changed that house is no longer there. They redone it there, or that house hasn't changed at all. There's a tree I used to climb in. There's the house of my neighbor who was so unjust because I know I broke his window when my threw my baseball through it, but. The, he never returned it, and uh, and uh, you know how could my favorite baseball and and then though there's a neighbor that used to give us uh, cookies, and we always felt so safe playing in the tree in front of that person's yard, and and oh, I've come so far in my life since then, or I haven't come anywhere in my life since then. All my problems derived from that time, and so all these ideas come into place if with certain magnification. But if we kind of drop in into just a tree we used to play in, and a whole different set of thoughts come up. But then if we go closer into just a leaf, and beyond the leaf to the cells, and beyond the cells to the atoms, beyond the atoms into the subatomic particles, and suddenly there's all this space and vastness between all the particles. And it's like amazing, it's kind of like looking uh, into the great night sky and the amazing size of the universe. Depending on the magnification, we have a different relationship to what's going on. If we're always at the, mag- at the magnification level, where it's all about me, myself, and mine, and my ideas, my history, what's done to me, what wasn't done to me, what I should do, it can be tiring, exhausting. It tends to be the place where there's a lot of attachment, and a lot of stress. And it can be a labyrinth, and it could also be, uh, uh, in Buddhist terms, a cycle of stress, where the very attempts to resolve it and get out of it, those that, uh, that level of practice, that level of life, magnification, just kind of spins the wheel more and more, and we just kind of do more and more. It's like uh, rearranging the deck tiers in the Titanic. It's just like, you know, uh, we're always trying to make things better and to solve things, but as long as it's based on uh, ideas of me, myself, and mine, there probably is no real solution to a final happiness. But one way to find that, the real change, is to change the magnification level, to change the lens in which we see our experience. And that's not an easy thing to do because 
the attachments keep us in that certain magnification level, the level of these thoughts and histories and ideas. And so we're training ourselves to begin letting go of that place, not to dismiss it or abandon it, so that we're not so attached to it, and so we can see it in a fresh way. We can learn to be free. And also to connect ourselves at a different magnification level that reveals a different level of experience, different kind of processes that if we connect to them uh, are much more freeing, much more liberating, uh, much more helpful for experiencing something vast and free and liberating, like really getting down into the particle level of the atoms and, and just, wow, this is all amazing. And so these, this four-element meditation is this shift of magnification, this shift of, uh, to a different lens of experience. And it's very important to understand it's not a dismissal of other magnification levels, but it, for many of us it's an expansion of the lenses we can use. So we're not always in one lens, one magnification level, but we're, we have the ability to go between different ones. And when it's a helpful to go into this element level. There's a lot of wisdom to be discovered here and also a fair amount of healing uh, because some of the stresses that we apply to our system uh, limit the healing qualities of the body and mind. But once we drop into this elemental level of these properties that of the sensations, uh, there's a freeing of this stress and this, this whole physical and also mental system can operate much more harmoniously and it's remarkable what can start happening then. So to uh, shift our attention, um, to, um, to the, the sensation level, it's really a sensation meditation, um, sensory awareness that we do. And Vipassana practice, as is taught, uh, was taught to many of us, the kind of Mahasi practice from this teacher Mahasi Sayadaw, um, uh, the instructions were to experience the movements of the belly as we were breathing, and um, and so it kind of people thought it was kind of breath folk, uh, breath meditation, but in fact it, the emphasis was not on the breathing, the emphasis was on the sensations that came into play as the body breathed, and um, and to feel the uh, you know all these sensations that come into play and get closer and closer, more intimate, like really get into the magnification that just. We, we are just there with the sensations and we're not there with the ideas and concepts and stories around them. And it can be quite relaxing and easeful to drop all the stories and just be with the sensations as they come and go. And that is kind of the core, uh, and a really core aspect of Vipassana practice. So this four elements meditation is really uh, 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 is really central to this tradition even though we're not, not always so explicit about it. So that's what we'll do for a few days, explore these four elements and these sensations and how to work with them. And, um, and hopefully you can appreciate this, uh, this particular lens or magnification level of our experience. And um, we'll find some uh, fascination, delight, and maybe even some freedom in, in it. So um, thank you very much, and um, so I'll see you um, Monday 
I'll be here Monday, and um, I won't see you, but I'll be with you. And um, and a reminder that uh, tomorrow morning, uh, IMC on on Zoom is hosting a mindfulness circle for black-identified practitioners. So if you're black and and, um, or know someone who's a black practitioner who would like to meet with other black practitioners, um, uh, it's a wonderful, this is the third time we're doing it, and it's a wonderful gathering of practitioners. So if it's relevant for you, and you're very welcome to attend. And the information is on the What's New on IMC's website. So thank you.